welcome to the after show for Houdini and Doyle. Today we're talking about episode five, Curse of Corja. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Got some music for you guys going. Woohoo! Uh, hey, welcome to the Houdini and Doyle After Show today. Like I said, we're talking about episode five, Curse of Corsia. Uh, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, that's K A R I D L A N E. And I'm joined by my awesome studly co host. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, my name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. As well as various other after shows, American Ninja Warriors starts this week. So that'll be fun stuff. Not magic related, as I feel like most of my shows are, but it'll be fun. Ninjas. <laughs> They're almost magical. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, the All-Stars last night. Watch that competition. Yeah, that was go. exciting. Yeah. Watch all that. Those skills challenge, guys. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Not going to be doing the Ninja Warrior show, so, but mm. still watching it anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, guys, so we're getting the show started with facts. Um, I appreciate that you guys appreciate them. I appreciate your appreciation, which is a line in a play, and I was like, I love that line. <laughs> I think it's super funny. Anyway, okay, so I got a couple quick facts for you, um, and this kind of goes a little bit more on the lines of like Cassie and who they picked of, are they all or about what they look like, so. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to cast exactly, but when you are doing real people. So one of them is, they're born 15 years apart. I don't think they're 15 years apart in the show. <laughs> no, no. Right, right. I feel they're pretty darn close-ish. Mm-hmm. They feel in the same. It seems like it, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Houdini was physically described, he was short and lean. He had the physique of a flyweight boxer and described as a wound up like a coiled spring. Interesting. Which I'm like, I think that description kind of fits our dude. Sure. Yeah, he's like, ready to go. Oh, absolutely. I don't really see him as short though. Lean, yes, but not necessarily short. Right, I think it's just, Arthur Conan Doyle seems so tall. Yes. That it's like... And he, Doyle was described as big and raw boned. So. Interesting. I like that. Guy. I like that yeah. to describe someone. Mm-hmm. Raw boned? Yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. I, I mean, is that anything like big boned? or? Is I that... think it's another way to say big boned, mm, probably. Okay. So he's just a tall guy. Now, here's a funny one. Okay, uh, this guy's this is really funny. Now, this one, it's a author quoting someone else. So I don't have who said it, but a modern journalist said that when they were standing together, Houdini and Doyle looked like Pooh and Piglet. <laughs> That's hilarious, I love that. Right? I, love I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, is that like our guys on the show? I'm like, kind of, but not really. I can really. see that. I can I kind can of see, see that, it sure. And I've always seen Piglet as like yeah. wound up like a spring yeah, coil. Yeah, always. <laughs> High energy. That's and, funny. Yeah, mellow. All right. <laughs> so I hope you guys like those. Oh, there's the paper going. It, dis- <laughs> it disappeared like magic. Whoa! So we'll get into this episode. Like it was never even there. I know. Poof. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just need like the smoke. Be like the exactly. Yep, yep. We'll bring smoke bombs into the studio next week. I know. That'll be for next time. It'll be great. The effect will be awesome. I know. Right. (laughs) All right. So this episode starts off rather exciting. We Mm -hmm. have our search party. We don't know what's going down. There needs to be a sacrifice. A blood sacrifice? That's always and the arm was cut. exciting and way to start t- off an episode. Yes. Have we talked? To- oh, I think it was Night Manager. Did we- what did we talk? Someone talked about about um, how you cut. No. Sorry, guys. That's Vikings. Um, when you're doing blood cutting stuff, I'm always so annoyed when people are like, here, let me cut my palm. The mm. thing that touches everything. Right. Drives me nuts. I'm like, forearm. 
Sure. It's a great spot, you know? And then you just... So, anyway. (laughs) I appreciate that they did that. For all of you bloodletting novices out there. (laughs) Yeah, don't It's just like... uh, Especially fingers, too, when they do that. Have you guys pricked your finger? It hurts. Why would you choose? Oh, I feel you. Whatever. So. Well, I think maybe it had to do with so many people, like, it was always like, uh, let's shake on it, and you'd cut your hand and shake it. So maybe that's See, why that people makes think that but Yeah. Nobody's been shaking your forearm Indian too much. in the cupboard when you did that in your Blood Brothers. Oh, man. I just watched that. That's a long ago. <laughs> the throwback. I'm talking about the book, but whatever. Say what? But, yes, the movie was good, too. Yeah. Anyway. So our search party goes over into the sewer, and we have our sergeant. Is it go? go it's gadget. Gadget. Yeah, it's like with a U. Gadget. 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 Okay, there we go. Gadget. He has a very modern haircut, or at least that hairstyle has come back. That's what I thought since the beginning. <laughs> the shaved and the long. Yeah, I feel that's it's a very new- stylish. It almost feels out of place. I mean, I felt, I thought Maybe back then it was trim. Maybe it's old just making a comeback. Yeah. That's true. Possible. I would have no idea one way or yeah. the other. Yeah. But it, he, he's with our search party. They're in the mm-hmm. sewer. Mm-hmm. There's bloody writing on the ceiling, which we find out later. Said no innocence because it was kind of hard as it was going to It was a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh. Right, I was like, I hope we're not. How were we supposed, supposed to, to read, read that? that? Yeah. yeah, but I assume that it, it must have been like pretty freshly written because it is dripping on right. gadget. Right, yeah. right. So he's like, yeah, we sneer. find out when he's trying to <laughs> rub his face. Yeah. yeah. So if anything drip, I was all, all kinds of bad jokes. Anything drips oh, on your face, don't. Oh man. Anyway, so they find a young girl in the sewer. They rescue her. And then we got, we jump, we completely leave the search party. We mm. go to Houdini and his mom. And she's like, I miss company. Oh, and his yes. reply, I'm company. And you're like, no, no, no. No, that's not no, what she means. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's so protective, though. Oh, I love he that. is a mama's boy. Like, Absolutely. no other. Absolutely. Holy cow. Almost a bit too much that you're like, so do you guys get freaky? Like, oh come on! No. <laughs> come on! Can a guy not just love his mom without people being weird about it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was a little He's just very like very devoted. Eh, but by the end of it, work oh, by the end of the episode, where they kind of talk at the end, and you're like, yeah, ugh, ugh, enough, come on, what? yeah. So tired, your mama's boy. Then I, well, first of all, I 100 percent am. Okay. Yes, I absolutely am. But I don't think like it's something where you immediately jump no. like, no, oh, no, there no, must no. be something weird and edible here. Like, no, no. he's just he loves. His mom and he's protective yeah but you know mom mama's got needs you know of course of course that no i absolutely agree with that for sure 100 yeah. percent. she misses company that 100 percent makes sense and it's been long enough that it's not like it's his father like oh you're replacing my he's old right. enough that it's like oh you're not replacing my dad it's not that kind of thing at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. so i looked at you when the newspaper was back <laughs> yes there we go the there newspaper go. how they find out what's going down is back what I would like is if, if for some reason that Harry didn't get the newspaper that week and just was yeah. not involved just in a crime. goes about his business. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I guess nothing happened this week. We're nothing happened, man. No. Harry, where were you? We needed you. <laughs> but Doyle didn't get the paper, but Harry called him. Right. Yes. Dude, did you see the paper? <laughs> While he's staring at that blank page in the yes. typewriter. I love yes. that scene. And Psychic solves crime. And then, yes, we jump to Doyle trying to write... That was super funny with his daughter. She's like, can you read it to me? He's like, what do you think? That killed me, yeah. But I can imagine... That was great. For somebody that wants to be, kind of like distance himself from mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes, but it's just cast such a shadow over oh, his career. Oh, yeah. Exactly. To have those books just sitting up there in your library yeah. as you're trying to write something new 
and just like just the intimidation yeah. for that. Oh, right. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's trying to get everyone to get on the Great Boar War train and <laughs> yeah. no, no one really gives a shit if it's no. not Sherlock. Yeah. Did we really talk about, and I wanted to t- touch upon, since you mentioned the books across the way, that Houdini has his collection as well. Do you oh, remember that from the first yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. That you're like, when he was giving him a hard time, it's like, and lo and behold, you own his entire collection. Right, he knows. He knows You're a works. fan. Mm-hmm. Secret fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, which I, which I think would make sense. And I think if you looked at Doyle, I think he'd be a fan of what Houdini yeah. does exactly, as well, too. Exactly, yeah. They're just not maybe going to come out and admit it. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Well, and I, I think they admire each other's work for different yes. reasons as well. I think... You know, Doyle, he seems like the person that would probably want to believe in yeah. magic and in the reality of magic yes. while Houdini is just like, eh, here's how I did it. Yeah. Like, no, I feel totally. like I feel like that part of this whole process of this whole investigation is mm-hmm. sort of killing a part of Doyle to figure out <laughs> how all of these tricks are done. He's like, oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's not a, a fact I wrote down, but that was something that the book I'm reading was talking about, how both men, they were very similar, both really hardworking and, like, overcame a lot to get where they were mm. and, like, had to deal, like, a long time struggle to get to, like, their super famous. But they became super famous, and, like, we talked about them today. So they obviously did something right. right. Uh, then we get Houdini and Doyle talking about Stratton's marriage. Of course, they have to talk Houdini about it. just cannot let it go. Nope. He's, like, He's like, oh, she went to dinner with me. That means something. <laughs> she was hungry. She was like, oh, <laughs> good one-liners on this. So good. And then they meet Korja, who was our psychic. Madame so now Korja, they get to yeah. meet her. And she touches Stratton's hand and is like, interesting. Mm. We don't know exactly what that means. Not but quite that just was interesting. yet. Yep. But given the way that the show's kind of set up, I mean, the the second that we see Gorgian, she helps find this lost girl. Mm-hmm. I immediately, much like Carrie does, like, she's in on it. She's mm. in on it. That's the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, establish mm-hmm. some sort of credit. That stage the kidnapping that you can conveniently solve. Oh, yeah. Of course. Right. But it's, it's once again, the, the formula of the show is that, sure, she's not what she seems, but there's going to be one last thing that she says that's like, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, jumping way ahead. Exactly when that moment happened, I look at you. I'm like, right. every, there's that every thing. time, yeah. And yeah, I look at both of you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, and then yeah, Doyle. Um, oh yes, she was talking with Doyle about Holmes, and it might get dull to do the same thing for so long. And then mm. I'm like, that almost sounded uh, sexy, suggestive. Might be bored doing the same thing all the time. I don't know, maybe I'll I think you read that yeah. into a lot of things. I know, or just bored with other things. Because <laughs> she's just like, anyway. Uh, and then we find out there's some, there was an eight-year-old little girl who was killed. Mm. Uh, upset father comes in. Mr. Pierce. Really know much about him. Yeah. Mm. But he's upset about something. And they're glad that the other girl didn't die the way his did. Aw. But we don't. We're like, okay, who's this guy? Right, right, right. All right, then we get... I love that everyone is allowed on the case because we got to save the kids. Yeah, marrying. I mean, just like really, like he's almost like at tears. Like we yeah. have to do this. Right, right, right. Yeah, and we we saw him humanized a lot more in yeah. this yes. episode than we than we yes. really ever had. You know, kind of jumping ahead with him, but I like that we reveal that he lost a child. That I I knew something was up. I'm sure, like, he has a personal connection that he cares. Like sure, save the kids. And not just an adult save the children. Right, but, and we yeah, yeah, I think we we could tell that there had to be something more at stake for yeah. him to not only let the psychic in on it, but also to let Harry in on he's it He's like, well. you guys are in on it too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm telling he's, you, go do he's it He's not time. just like frustratedly like allowing yeah. them to work yeah. on it. 
Thank you, Dave Chagrin. But I didn't buy what the, the sergeant saying this. Like he, he, when he says it was great to work with a consultant that wasn't in it for their own personal uh, gain. Oh right, right. And right. I don't think like Houdini and Doyle, any of these things that they've been involved with, they've never like you know like hey we're doing it for, uh, to promote stuff about ourselves. Yeah, sure. that's true. I could they see don't. I could see on the surface someone thinking that about about Houdini, like because but they've done a few things because, already. Sure, sure, sure. And right? he's not like going to the interviews of like a newspaper and being like I solved the crime, guys, come to my well, show. I don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't know that. That's there's true. there's a lot really we don't shown. see, um, and okay. this this is a guy that has his gigantic head on the side yes, of buildings. Yes. Okay, okay. So I could see why people would think that suspicious, right? True. Okay, <laughs> right, of his intentions. And then uh, they make a detour. Our little group make a detour to go spy on Houdini's oh, mom. Right. <laughs> hey guys, come here and start with my mom. Okay, see that's where I'm like, okay, that's too much of a mama's boy of like. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But and once again, your friends. once again, not in like the gross no, way. Just, just super protective. Just one of those like. Right. Roll your eyes. Sure. And then, uh, then he pri- he's so subtly prized into Stratton's business. Smooth business so, man. Uh, Smooth operator. Right. <laughs> you ever think about getting married? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that Doyle's like, dude, you suck at this. Right. <laughs> he's calling him out. It's like good. But I, I like Stratton always has a good comeback for anytime she's she putting like, it down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anytime that Houdini kind of puts her in an uncomfortable situation, ask her like a you know kind of scandalous mm-hmm. question, she always has a nice comeback. Yes, mm-hmm. she's smart. She's on her toes. She should do improv. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet Julia, the little girl. She has no cuts on her arm, so it's not her blood that made the writing on the walls. Mm. And they talk to the parents, but they have no experience with psychics, no enemies. So it's kind of like, mm, why this kid? And there's a mysterious doll. But we don't know anything about that. That she was either. like coaxed with, yes. kind of, yeah. And then our cor- Corja, I'm like, I wrote initials to make it faster to write. So I'm like, <laughs> K. Oh, yeah, Corja. That's her name. Corja. Cuts herself again. And I'm like, dude, she must have like a bunch of cuts all over her <laughs> right. arm. Anybody else think of that? Like, she's constantly <laughs> yeah, checking exactly. the spirits, supposedly. But you know what thing, speaking of it not real, real and not real, She, we as a viewer heard whispers that were not her or anybody present. Right, right, It was right, a male right. voice. So I was kind of wondering if the show was going slightly supernatural because you're like, wait, that's not anybody I present. I was wondering if that was, yeah, if that was meant to be being heard by someone in the shot, if that was just kind of like a soundtrack Is that thing. for us? Right, yeah. exactly. No, I wondered that too. It is interesting, in many of these episodes where they kind of will stage that, where you wonder, is it just for the benefit to fool the audience into thinking there's something really more yeah. right, mystical happening? Or uh, is this happening really kind of in the universe of the show? Yeah. Mm. We don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think, that, <laughs> what do you think they're hinting at? Uh, and then we get the creepy doll factory. I love that. I love it's that. Good creepy it's doll such factory. like a classic... Like horror trope, yeah. like all these limbs strung up yes. from the ceiling. Eyeballs, eyeballs. Let's make it as yes. creepy as possible. Cobwebs. And just and the guy, uh, Fip, the guy that. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, are we not there yet? Yeah, no. Because that guy He's was later. also terrifying. Oh, he was funny. <laughs> he was funny looking. And then of course they find the gloves that smell like the sewer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you touched them. It's that moment you're like, <laughs> yeah. it smell like the sewer. <laughs> Let me you should be like, these. no. Right. Yep. And then um. We go back to the station, and then they... I, I like their debate on the abilities of humans. Mm-hmm. So, okay, there we go. Quick poll of the panel. So, do you think human... Like, psychics, believe in them or not? I don't think so. Okay. Hmm. It's, it's, I, I feel my, uh, much like myself. I feel like Doyle, where I want desperately to believe that they're real, and yet my rational mind can't allow me to make that just mm-hmm. leap of faith. That right. Just t- totally invest in it. I think there could be people that are maybe hyper aware. Right. Maybe and I not think, necessarily I think the future. <laughs> that was the argument that Doyle was yeah. saying, you know, like 
psychics can they don't necessarily have all of the answers mm -hmm. they're just further along on the spectrum yeah. like how dogs are sensitive yeah. to high-pitched noises or dogs can even detect seizures or it's like there's things that maybe some people could detect or be aware of but right. not necessarily because i think like, yeah houdini's of of the the mindset that it's either all or nothing yeah either they have all of the answers or none of them you yeah. know like why couldn't she just lead us right to the kidnapper right away mm -hmm. and so i see i see what what doyle's saying yeah, yeah i see his point but yeah i think where houdini's coming from obviously he sees it as just all cold reading you know she's very adept at mm -hmm. reading facial cues and mm -hmm. you know vocal cues reading the clothes that someone's mm -hmm. wearing things like mm -hmm. that being able to deduce you know using essentially detective skills pretty much mm. uh -huh. which we will Hint, get to yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was an interesting debate. It was nice that the show had that because it's a realistic conversation, especially if they're dealing with it. You know, sure. like they're dealing with someone and it's, who has that it's ability. Once again, I feel like every week we get a different version of this conversation at, sure. where it's it's you know it's science versus supernatural. Next basically. week looks like aliens. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's I love that each week it kind of takes a different form, but essentially it's still just Houdini versus Doyle, belief versus yeah. you know disbelief. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then we get another girl has been taken. She's at the hospital, but she won't talk to any man. But oh, lo and behold, our team has a woman. Yes, <laughs> how convenient. <laughs> They're just like I like that they kind of go, you know, like look at her. Like, Guess you're up. And that's and not the first time like, that's happened yeah. either. How can? But that is a moment. To, it is good to have a. What's well, any kind of group? It's nice sure. to have a couple variety because you don't know what skills you're going to need. So uh, Stratton's up, and we learn that the man has a beard, and he gave her the doll, and then they're like, maybe it's the father, because the father be, has the beard. It could be Henri, it could sure. be Mr. Hargreaves. Maybe she went willingly, like maybe it's someone she know, but we don't really know. Mm. Then we go to go see Corza's performance, quote unquote, uh, with the audience, and Doyle's wife wants to call him. Mm. Okay. Sure. Doyle's like, all right. But I love how skeptical and... Okay, I I don't mind Houdini being skeptical, but he's to the point of being rude. That I'm like, I know oh, you're sure. trying to help these people out, well, but... To, to be fair, his skepticism means that he thinks these people are con artists. They're conning yeah. people out of money. So to him, that's there's true. no reason the, the, not to be rude to them. That's true. Devil's advocate there. Mm. That's a good point. Because if they are, like, scamming people, you need to save the sure, people. Sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's not really caring about yeah. politeness or social contracts oh. there. But I, I, his, um, I'll have to show you guys the picture, but the bell thing on their picture, in the, there are drawings of like how he detected those things. So there's a drawing of how they did the bell under the table. Oh, I love that, yeah. Foot, like an old drawing. Mm. Yeah, so he's, he's not hip to it. He's not liking it. He's like, nope. Yeah, he sets down some yep. conditions like, for mm, them to do no. this, to carry out which the seance. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then she says, Tui is still with you, which nobody said Tui yet. Yeah, there's so. no way she would have known, mm, yeah. That's suspicious. But then there's kind of the moment that's maybe a trick because the windows and the doors and the switch, mm -hmm. that was kind of cool. Sure. I like that. I, I don't know what it that was. It happened so quickly, yeah. I'm like, you didn't just get up and like... Right. <laughs> right. Well, okay. And we, we find out that his his conditions for the seance was that Henri had to oh, be... Oh, yeah, he tied up. Had to be tied up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, hmm. Hmm. Suspicious. Yes. And then... Um, we go over to Stratton, who she's not really a disbeliever, and she pretty much, I think they're back at the station at this point. She's pretty much like, any means necessary to get this done. Like, let's use her. Oh, no, no, they're talking to her there. They're mm. like, um, just whatever possible. But we get the prediction that by 12 a.m. she will be no more, which is a very conveniently vague statement. 
I mean, yeah. I I didn't think about it at the time. Mm-hmm. By the end of this episode, I got why it was worded that way, but I did not think about that that no, way at the time. At all. I agree. You got to be pretty confident in oh, everything yeah. to be able to call a shot like that at a specific time. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like anything like, you know, eight or ten hours from now, like, guess what? <laughs> Boom, yeah, by then. You're going to be no more. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar Allan Poe. It's like, no more. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is similar time period-ish. Oh, that's so, true. Uh, then Houdini and Doyle need to save her, and she's not happy. Of She's like, I'm right here, guys. <laughs> right, I'm right. right here. One of these days, though, something's going to happen. I feel like some. I want her to save them. Like, they'll have some, a moment. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. If that hasn't happened already, I, I feel I was like gonna that, say, that no, might have When they were already. in underwater, exactly. remember the great? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I feel like at one point, something's going to happen. She's fighting so hard. Yeah. But it's getting to the point where it's like, no, I can walk alone at midnight by myself and nothing will happen it's like no i get that you're capable of defending yourself that doesn't mean that nothing can happen <laughs> good answer because it's one of those like yes you can walk right like it's like yeah, yeah. sure you can doesn't necessarily make it a great the possibility. idea <laughs> yeah. right oh well uh then we got doyle he felt something he felt something with the psychic mm-hmm. but then again how much is that like the suggestion of your mind sure. like you want to feel something and he f- points out this only psychic who knew his wife was alive and knew the name. So, mm-hmm. suspicious. Intriguing. You know, you're like, hmm, I wonder. Right. Then we get the really interesting discussion. This was I this. This. this was their another example. I love their buddy conversations. I seem to have, that's another formula in the show. Every episode they get a nice little buddy conversation. Sure. Which is great because yeah. it gives us them. And yeah, the revealing that he was a psychic and caused a very serious problem. Mm-hmm. That was, what'd you guys think of that moment? I love that. I love that it. I think we knew from the beginning that he was that mm-hmm. that something was weighing on him, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that it came out in this sort of a way. Oh you know, yeah. He talks about being this this master psychic in the Northeast, traveling mm-hmm. with carnivals, and it's you know he's employing all of these tricks that he's mm-hmm. accusing all of these other con-, con artists of, but you know he's he talks about kind of connecting this wife with her departed husband. And then, and she ends up killing herself to be with him, and so of course he's shouldering such an immense oh, yeah. burden of guilt that it's you know mm-hmm. it's interesting that it comes out in this way. Yeah, that you know he's he's it's really like he's trying to stop that from happening again. Yeah, it's uh, I mean I, I guess I, knowing this story, but then also compared to something more recent, if people watch like The Mentalist, mm-hmm. uh, oh, sure. where, where the whole thing was that he fa- he pretended to be a mentalist. And was all about the serial killer and saying mm-hmm. that he could predict who he was and all his mm-hmm. actions. And the serial killer ended up killing his wife and daughter. And mm-hmm. so that like flipped it on uh. him. He was like, and so he, his mission then was just to debunk everybody mm-hmm. else, and he didn't buy, buy any of that. And much uh, as we find out later in the episode, it was just more his intense powers of deduction that were able to yep. kind of make him seem more than what he was. Mm. Yep. So it's pretty intense there, that nice little reveal. Yeah, so and... I can see, like certainly personal loss. Uh, yeah. You're certainly motivated by your own kind of con. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. And then we get uh, Houdini goes to our psychic's place. Madame Corja, yeah. Madame Corja's little standoff. And then kiss and subsequent sex. <laughs> but that, sure. Yeah, I, I it, interesting because I felt like uh, Madame Corja there, I think, uh, infatuated with like Houdini, maybe more physically, but like Doyle, maybe more mentally. Oh, yes. interesting. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, later she says the line, he's not just a pretty face. Right, right, right. So, see, she wants the threesome because one, she wants his brain, the other one, she wants his body. So, then she can get the best of both yeah. worlds. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, because Houdini, she's, well, that's why she's like, don't feel like I took advantage of you. And you're, he's like, 
took advantage of me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, because I just wanted sex with you. Can you get out now? It's my place. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't used to these. She says, you know, I have urges and sometimes I act on them. Yeah. And he's obviously, I mean, even today, someone being that matter of fact about it would be kind of unusual. You're so like, I think he's okay. like, he's very jarred by that, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he seems to be such a playboy, but besides Stratton, he hasn't. We haven't really seen him really hit or date other women. Right, 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 right. right. Really. No, yeah, because I mean, you always want to like his like uh, his assistant there in the X. Yeah, oh yeah, her. I don't know if what their kind of relationship. Which that kind of disappeared. Yeah, yeah, it did. I feel she was just a booty call. Yeah, <laughs> right. Pretty much, but. Yeah, that kind of disappeared, but meh. Uh, and then we get Doyle, and I, wh- I really liked his moment when he was talking about with Stratton of thinking about psychics and from the beyond of the maybe when I'm gone I can still look after my children. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. That was yeah. So sweet, right? You're just like that's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way to look at thinking of the beyond and like a psychic connection, the spirits, like. That's really sweet as a that's, parent. Yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like his his only desires for something like that to be real would be, you know, if Tui were his to family. die before him, to be yeah. reunited with her and also to be able to watch over his kids, yeah. you know? Really he doesn't cool. care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we learned the chief inspector lost his son. That's where that reveal comes in. In the Boer War uh, yep. that yes. you so glorify. It's like, oh. Well, he defended. He defended. defended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. Right. And it's interesting, yeah, because we never really, um, we never really got an indication of exactly what the content of the Great World War was of, no. of that book. It's a you book. Know? Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that he's defending this war that Maring lost his son Will in was, it was. It I was, thought his son was so much younger. So I'm like, oh, you lost him in war. I mean, that sucks too. Right, Don't get right, me wrong, right, right. but I, it's not like a right. child. But Mary, I mean, Maring's a pretty old guy. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Could have well, or just something else. Like he could have been a really young soldier who went off or something right, like that. We don't right, really right, know. Right. Um, and then we get over to Houdini shows up and Doyle right on the mark Instantly. knows exactly what he's been up to. <laughs> Houdini has his JBF hair. Right. Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly right. Pretty much. And I mean, to his credit, Houdini admits it. Yeah, he's like instantly. Yep. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. Yep. And he stole her passport. Said it was a one-time thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Stratton, I like that she's like, wait, so you can go do that, but if your mom wants to go out or one night, he's like, whoa, whoa, wait right, a minute. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. Don't get him talking about his mom doing a one-night stand. He might get a little flustered there. He's like, oh, boy. But then we learn that the passport is fake. Mm. How convenient, though, that, like, she it's good that she's there, because then she'd be like, no, this isn't even and real, And she was guys. able to stop right, <laughs> right away, away also. Houdini's all proud, like, I stole the passport. It's like, right. it's not even real. Yeah, but well, then that's good. Because, yeah. yeah, Houdini's ready to buy the alibi right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that she cleared customs on the 6th, two days after the kidnapping. Yeah. But, nope, not it. Mm. So our team goes to Fibs. Here you go. Fib. Now it's Fibs. Yes. Fip. Fip. Yeah, yeah, I was like, it's a B or a P. I couldn't hear. That was Fip. one. And this guy was crazy thin and awesome. A wonderful character <laughs> like, actor. Like his look. You're an like... odd look. And yeah, yes. just like his whole demeanor. Yep. I absolutely love it. And he's just, he's trying to get a tenor from someone. And nobody seems to have cash. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we just have credit cards. Right. Oh, yeah, because we find out that Korja also lifted some of his yes. money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, How many paid for this? He's like, ah. He's like, she's good. Right. She's good. That's smart, though. But that's like the perfect, like, if you're getting down jiggy with someone, it's like, well, I can sure. steal your stuff. You're asleep or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, 
Houdini, Stratton's like, no, I'm not paying you on a slash. I don't have money. Houdini's like, oh, she stole my what? Doyle? <laughs> I only got five. <laughs> All right, I'll five? take five. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Pip, yeah, he's going to take whatever he can yeah. get. <laughs> and I like that they're like, why don't you just arrest him? And, Do- and Stratton's like, we can't. Right. He's, he's, he's like a, he's, he's an, like an informant. informant. Yeah, yep. exactly. Gotta need him. Mm-hmm. Darn. He's not really doing anything that bad. So is he the f- passport maker then? Oh, is he might be. I hadn't, I hadn't uh, put that together. I think he might be. Okay. I think, yeah, he might be like a forger that they just because haven't busted because... why there? Right. But, he, but that's where they found out her real name. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking he's the forger, yes? Yeah, that makes sense. But clearly not that good. Or at least, you know, they, his work is recognizable to Stratton. Since she's, right. Because right. she yeah. went right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a, a constable could recognize it. he can recognize where... It, informed to it because I, I thought that was a interesting jump them like why this guy so I right. figured yeah he was the forger yeah he either is or he's close to yeah knows, or knows yeah. them yeah and then um, we find out her name is Edith Kriken Pilkey. Uh, Pilkey. Pilkey Pilkey from, from yes. Croydon oh Kriken she's from Kriken yep yeah. Croydon Croydon I can't write or spell. <laughs> but Edith, and you were busted on me for my handwriting. I know. No, it's Thank I. You. No, but I actually wrote Kraken. It's, so, it's Croydon. Croydon. D. So it's like what I'm hearing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing when I'm watching the subtitles and not fast enough. So. And to be fair, the subtitles are not great. Yeah. Sometimes the, all the letters get jumbled around. Or at the beginning of one of them, it's like test, 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 right. test. Right, right, like, right, right. <laughs> okay, fine. Edith, Edith got that Pilkey. right. Yep. Doesn't matter. We don't care about the last name. <laughs> and then the ropes are the puzzle solver moment, mm-hmm. and they know the expert versus otherwise. Right. the The first kidnapping was done with very kind of basic mm-hmm. layman's knots, mm-hmm. whereas the second one, un- only an expert could have could have tied them. And I like Houdini knows, but it makes sense because right. he does all his rope stuff. He's like, right. I got this. Yeah. I know. He's like, mm-hmm. it's a thing. And not only that, but he's also familiar with changing his name. Yes, as he's well. like, I know that, and I like that. Jumping ahead, I like that Doyle calls him on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, yes. he's like, mm, mm-hmm. say my name. Uh, and then we find out it's the first father Mitchell who's guilty. Mm-hmm. And I meant first father as in the first right. case technically, right. but the guy who came in. So they confront him, and Doyle points out like, well, you shaved that beard, but you got that nice cut on your face, which right. is how the girl scratched. Yeah, you. they put together all the clues. I mean, the yep. cuts on his forearms to write the, the no mm-hmm. innocence in, shave the beard. He also did like. Yeah, exactly. He was yep. a docker. That's how he knew. Yep. That's oh, how he nuts. knew the the complicated mm-hmm. knots yeah. and the water system. Mm-hmm. And- what do you guys think of that motivation for kid? So he kidnapped two different girls, yes? Yes. Okay, yeah. there's two different girls. He yeah. It felt a little weird he, that he I'm like, kidnapped, two He kidnapped Julia, who we found at the very Sewer, beginning. And then there was the one that Helena. was yeah. in the water. Mm. Well, because then who was the one? The one that was a hot... Oh, because the one at the hospital woke up. Mm. There we go. For, I had a moment where I thought the girl at the hospital was another one, but I'm like, oh, it's just the one who was already there who woke up. Right, right, okay. right, right. So, yeah, we had the girl at the docks at the end, and then we have the one who was in the hospital. Mm. But, yeah, what do you think of that motivation? It's like, my kid was kidnapped and drowned, and cops didn't pay enough attention. Mm. Killer got away, so I'm going to do this to other girls so that... I mean, I There's buy recognition. I, I mean, to, to, yeah, if he's if he's obviously grief stricken enough and driven mad enough mm-hmm. by the fact that this yeah. killer wasn't brought to justice, I mean, it makes sense. You know, it, it makes enough sense in in the mind of someone like that to yeah. kind of replicate that, and mm-hmm. you know, almost as sort of this this kind of cruel irony, like 
you look, you still can't get it done, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we even get a justification for marrying, you know, how could he not go mad? Because marrying yeah, knows that grief. That's true. And I, I do like that he missed, like, you know, we failed him. Mm-hmm. I did like that mm-hmm. one. Like, yeah, we yes, failed this I guy. Like like, like what he did. Yeah, he's still, yeah, that killer, We he's still out there. Just because we caught this guy doesn't mm-hmm. mean that other guy is, isn't still out free. I get it, but I kind of feel as a father, why would you do that to other children? Yeah. I, right. I mean, that was That's a little... That's where I was at a stretch. I mean, I don't think it's a stretch. I think he can be a father and still be a selfish person. He can still be selfishly minded. Like I yeah. lost my child. You get to lose your yeah, child. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then we run to find water because the psychic's like, I see water. Mm-hmm. I see yes, water. And they're yeah, like... Because like, hey, we got to re- use all resources, so we, we need you. Yeah. Even though we're not sure that you're really psychic, any help you can give us. But you know what? That makes sense of like, if you can't solve it, take whatever help you can get. Mm. No need to judge. Sure. And yeah, the, the fact that she's not necessarily a psychic doesn't mean she's not very good at what she yes. does do. Mm-hmm. Which um, they haven't proved it yet. Right. She's not and we also, we also find out, you know, the no innocence basically means mm-hmm. once his kid was taken from him, once his child was, was yeah. killed, he's... To him, there's no innocence left in this world, yep. which I think also speaks to why he's justified ah, yeah. in doing this to other children. Sure. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And so we get the water. Where's another place of water? Oh, wait. He works at the docks. Let's go to the docks. Mm. So they run trying to get there in time. But before, I mean, well, they oh, yes. they have to deduce going to the docks because he shoots and kills himself before he can give them an answer. Did he sh- shoot and kill himself? I thought yes. it was in the struggle. No, uh-uh. he the gun went off and they thought that Adelaide was yes. shot. There was nothing there. Yeah. And then Houdini checks him and he's dead. Yes. But yeah. I felt it was in the struggle. I didn't think he was like. No, no, no. Not, I'm, I'm not saying he did it on purpose. He accidentally oh, shot and killed himself. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, I didn't think he committed suicide. I thought there was a struggle. I mean, he did, but accidentally. Yeah. It yeah. was a struggle and it went off and mm-hmm. it hit him. Okay, right. cool. That's what I thought. I'm like, mm-hmm. you had me lost for a second. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> suicide can be accidental. <laughs> he was not intending for that to be the outcome. No, but he yes. did kill himself. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> and then his was, finger Adelaide was the one that pulled the trigger. He's not dead. Right. And so they figure out. Must be the docks, because mm-hmm. that's where he works. Because well, it's another I, I, rising body of water. Right, and that's the tide. Because yeah. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not like a tank, it's not a sewer. What's the other thing? Right. I was going to say, are there any other... I don't think I could really think of any other... Yeah, no, I, that was I'm pretty like, much it. Yep, that's, that's kind of it. Mm. And then they see the girl in the water, they find her, because, oh, because Adelaide goes, wait... I see the dot. I see blood on the ground. Let's follow the trail. And how convenient. He's like bleeding all over the place. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> follow the blood trail. And then, oh, there's the edge. We need a knife. Houdini's like, screw it. Like, Love it's going it, man. In. Man of action. Yeah. Like, like spring, with the spring coil. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's ready to go. Exactly. Yes. And that was really cool. I like that underwater bit, too. And it makes sense. He has so much experience in water. Of course, yeah. yeah. And so knots. Untying and knots. knots. Yep. I think he should have done the torso one first before the foot one. Because it seemed like the foot one wasn't attached like to the oh, I see. Yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. just seemed like the torso was. So it's like you could untie that one and lift. Okay. Then untie the rest. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because you're saying. Mm-hmm. He's doing it. And then I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching it, it seemed like he was done. And then we cut to there the wide long, above and yeah. there was a long pause <laughs> right. before he came up that I'm like. They would have had to be so deep underwater yeah, to take that long. Yeah, I didn't think long. it rose. Right. <laughs> right, it's like way high well, now, and, guys. and the fact that yeah, we saw we saw the water and like not even any indication of them even being underwater. Yeah, it just barely went above. Right. Like it was like here it when was he was just done. Right here, yeah. It's like hold your breath and maybe here, Max. Right. So two extra feet. Sure. 
Two for, seconds? <laughs> for a second, I thought, was he going to try to be like the showman that everybody accused him? That's would, exactly yes. what I thought. <laughs> Where you'd be behind him at the end, like, were you looking for us? I swear <laughs> to God, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. That's so funny. I love that we all thought that. Me, too. I'm like, he's going to be at the dock and be like, guys, what are you looking him. at? Right, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> And just like, if you think about it, yeah, the worst possible moment to do something yeah. like that. Like, all right, now like, this guy's just funny. a dick. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad then they didn't because that would have been so cheesy. It's been be like, such a, and not even just cheesy, but just like legitimately a dick yes. move. Yes. Like, be like, that's not funny. Right? Like, Ooh. this little girl doesn't care about your <laughs> show. <laughs> But I like that we all went to that. So Houdini set a character it's enough that we're like, enough, yeah. right? <laughs> that's what he did. I could see him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, he comes out and he does like the half CPR. And Yes, that mm. seems so weird to me. Because even I remember watching, even you were just like, huh? How about well, compressions? I was, was going to look that up, yeah. And like, how, when did CPR become a thing? Right, I was wondering about that, yeah. Or when, when YouTube did comment, guys. specifically the chest compression yeah. portion of it? Well, I'm just thinking way back, like, there's a Xena episode, and, like, she's hitting her on the chest mm -hmm. just because she's frustrated, and that becomes, like, the thing that works. So I, I just, I mean, I, it's so much that we know what that is, uh -huh. that it's instinctive of, like, but I, I wonder if before that, how much you would think, like... That's what I mean, because maybe even just the breathing into her mouth was something that he only knew because he worked with water yeah. a lot. Which, which is what he says. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm working well a lot. Right. So he's probably had times where he's had problems or other people right. did. Because so. I got to think if, if the chest compression part of it was in use in 1901, that would have they would have yeah. put that in. Yeah. So I'm guessing it wasn't mm -hmm. yet. But it felt weird to be like. Yes. Because <laughs> it's obvious. Just I wrote half CPR. <laughs> <laughs> I work with water a lot because they're, they're all like, oh my gosh, how did you know? Right. <laughs> so it's enough that people don't know that sure, as a yeah. technique yet. but. Uh, and then we get the chief saying, yeah, like you said, Frank, he's like, I feel bad that we let the kidnapper down, which is a good point. And they're like, oh, you feel bad you let the kidnapper down? And he's like, this kill the killer's still out there. Right. And like, you know, which is like, yeah, mm -hmm. you feel bad for him. That's true. Um, and then Doyle rips our psychic a new one. Yes. <laughs> he's like, no. He was so disappointed. He's just right. like, I wanted to believe in you, but no. But Ben, it was just like watching like a, a reading a Holmes novel or seeing that where he just yeah. kind of breaks it all down. Boom, 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 exactly, boom, Exactly, yeah. Yes. He's like, Corza, you know, Sherlock, was your textbook? I think he could almost be flattered, though. Oh, sure. Which she kind of was saying. She's yeah. like, come on. Right, the fact that they were they Maybe were so... later he will be, but like right at that moment, he's just more like, he's just... you're messing with my, the things I like. Right. Well, he's just disappointed more than yes. anything. I think, you know, we've talked about it before. The fact that he's willing to believe mm -hmm. makes it all the more crushing when he finds out that it's not yeah. real. But he has that strong iron right. will to believe in it. Sure. And then she's just a detective. But I like her tender moment where she's like, what you felt was real. Right. And the fact that And Tui... then Tui... It came to me, so right. there's that little bit of. We and can't I don't know. Explain yeah, it. I don't know how common that was at the time. The name Tui. Yes, yeah, good. Question. It didn't doesn't mm. seem on that common. I feel so. it's a weird one because right. he's just like, how would you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But given the way that she's so meticulous about research, I guess, and deductive reasoning, that I, if she knows certainly that uh, Doyle and Houdini are on the case right there from the mm -hmm. beginning of the episode, does have time to really kind of uh, break down a lot of their past to kind of research and stuff. Sure. So yeah, I'm just be... curious how public that nickname was. That's what I was wondering. Because if yeah. it's just like a couple nickname, right. like you only say to each other and not in public, because sure. that would be one like, you know, you and just your partner know. There's no way anybody else would know. So right. We don't know. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, although I, I, I don't know. I guess how that works in a couple. Like, we have names for each other, and no one else will ever know. <laughs> well, you might not call it out in public. Sure. You yell it. And at the time, you say yeah. honey, sweetie. Yeah, and whatever. it seems it seems like Doyle's a very private person. Yes. So there's his no relation- reason anyone he's else like would know. He's like relationships private. Right. And then we jump over to Houdini and his mom. More mama's boy. Oh, so mm. creepy. So See, creepy. See, that's where it was like. A little too much. I don't think it was creepy. <laughs> oh, when, when Harry says, I, I don't want you to forget about me. Like, yeah. what? He's the one that's providing you with this lavish lifestyle that you're not living in. Yes. I don't think she's going to forget about you, Harry. You're his child. No mother's ever going to forget <laughs> yeah. about her yeah. child. Ever. Oh. You don't know his mindset. It's not creepy that he doesn't want his only mother to forget about him once she's I found I like they were like, no. Yeah. Oh, Come my on. God. Die. Die. It's nothing. It, Just not don't everyone. let any person you want to hook up with see you talk to your mom that way otherwise they're going to be like I'm not saying it's not like over the top okay. like yeah okay. he's of course he's overprotective yeah. but that doesn't mean he, he wants to sleep with his mother it's no, not gross I, no not necessarily I, just it's just yeah. too much I, I don't think yeah. it's a sexual thing but mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. you gotta just not hold on so tight yes. at least sure it's like take a step back right breathe um, but then she's like, I promise I won't see him anymore. And mm. we'll, we'll have each other. She feeds into it. That's the problem. Exactly. Too. It's a very so it's kind not of just symbiotic him, but she's sort like, of. Okay. Right. right but I right. mean, like if they've lost other family members, which I think they have at sure. this point, they've lost a father. And I think he had a brother who might've been dead by this point too. Mm. So it's like, they really do have each other only. So. Right. Um, also, yeah. Let's talk about the note that, yep. that Edith passes to him prior to this. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, we jumped ahead, which ties back in. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'll... it's, it's it's kind of, yeah. well, she she gives it to him after Doyle yes. kind of rips her apart. And all it says, it says the word prove and then a series of numbers. Yes. Which we obviously. Which we get to with Doyle and his daughter. He's mm-hmm. like reading the Sherlock Holmes book and then goes, wait a minute. There's something suspicious about this. Gives him an idea. He's well, like, he, yeah, he reads ding, a, a ding, passage ding. that yep. she that she quoted recited yeah, yeah word for word so they run to public oh he calls Doyle mm. I mean he calls Houdini up like, cause come on they're bros yeah. it's like yeah. they need their cell phones or something be like I need you to available right now right. so apparently Houdini conveniently was at home to be mm. like hey sure it's yeah, so much for that tender moment with mom we have each other I'm sorry Doyle called I gotta go mom. <laughs> I gotta go gotta run <laughs> don't forget about me I'll, I'll be back I'll be right <laughs> yeah. yeah so they go to the public records and they're like hmm what is this and mm. they find out Adelaide was Penelope Groves? Graves. Graves. Yes. Mm. Man, man. Sam writing to us. No, that is an A. Penelope Graves. Uh-huh. And there's a wedding dress photo. So that's when the Adelaide is no more. I feel that's when her name, legal change or something, expires. Mm. Yep. And that's when the end of that day. And we hear the clock strike. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I took that as meaning just like by midnight, you will find out that she's not really Adelaide Stratton. That's how I took that. Not that it'll have any, like, legal sort of thing, mm-hmm. just that that's when they'll find out. Yeah, because it was like, she's no more. Right. So, yeah, so I feel so like... So, in your minds, yeah. she's not that person anymore. That's let's, how I took that. Let's tie that into predictions. Okay. So, now we're ready for... Sure. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay. And now, you're Woo! Okay. So, let's say our predictions of what does Adelaide no more mean. And that's, yeah, that's that's what I think. I don't necessarily think it's like a, a legal change or anything okay. like that. I think she was literally just putting such a precise time frame on them finding out okay. this kind of, you know, true true okay. identity. Um, I don't necessarily know what she might be hiding mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. something I was not expecting mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, I mean, given like her character, I don't know if it was anything, uh, um, Edith Pilkey. 
mm-hmm. and her character. If it was something really salacious or scandalous about uh, Penelope, now mm-hmm. Adelaide, I, I figured she may try to use that in some sense. But I mean, the fact that she just gave it over and gave gave knowledge to mm-hmm. Houdini and Doyle, I don't. I, I can't imagine it's anything. It would certainly make them think of her differently, but I don't think it's anything really like uh, criminal or right. anything yeah. like that. I don't think it's criminal. I just wonder if it is a time limit on some document mm-hmm. such as marriage certificate or divorce or something like that because midnight means that day is over and so that is like till that time period mm. so thus the next day would be it's and an it invalid did, it did look like she was like waiting for something yeah like she was like, watching that clock yeah, yeah. so there's, that's my kind of prediction sure, that sure. it means something expired now i right. don't know and if we, exactly i mean if, if we can cheat a little bit and use the kind of the next on thing bit, yeah she does say that her life might be in danger yeah so I'm interested to see how that ties in. Exactly. And then, of course, maybe aliens. I yeah. know. I'm kind of excited <laughs> on the aliens because they're like, those aren't human. Right, right. But they might just be like weird Oh, yeah. I think if, if, if we know the show enough, they're definitely human. Yeah. Like, Second Chance, uh, on also on Fox, did kind of the exact same thing mm. where someone was abducted and she was like, no, they weren't human. They're monsters. They're 100%. They can't be human. They're <laughs> monsters. And it's like, no, they just have weird piercings. Yeah. Like, we're like, all right. Chill. All right. They're other... human. Yeah. Well, no, totally. I feel like it's so far in these past two episodes, we have Spring Hill Jack, and then yeah. we have this, uh, the original killer uh, mm-hmm. of the first girl, where uh, these we find out that these two murders, uh, these two killers are still out there. Yes. Uh, and yet, like, certainly Spring Hill Jack kind of just kind of forgotten. Mm-hmm. With it's, I'm wondering, are these kind of like remnants of other cases going to come back in any fashion? Oh, it would be cool if they oh, did. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know if the series is going to go that way or if it's just like a nice little thing where it's like, oh, yeah, there's still a little twist out there that we could come back in a later date. Okay. Sure. Maybe. That's a good question. Mm. Yeah, I I don't think they'll be aliens, but no, yeah. I don't know what kind of weird people. It seems like, yeah, it might be, be some sort of weird like cult sort like of thing. Like the descent, like they're people that That's exactly kind what it reminded of me of. Mutated right, in a way. Right, right, right. They've been living in this yeah, kind of cave for so long. Yeah. yeah, It is a meteor, it looks like, but right, right. they don't know too much about it. Sure. I was kind of curious. I'm like, I need to go look at how much was science fiction, when did science fiction really kind of come into a play? Right. How far back? Because I don't think that far back, but... We got what, uh, like H.G. Wells and all that Yeah, I was going to, well, when, when did Lovecraft really come into prominence? That, I do think, would mm. be then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jules Verne. Yeah. Right. Stuff like so that. So they do think of aliens. But they mm. said aliens too in the previous, so they obviously, right? Yeah, aliens. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, and even like an alien. So they shift. know. Shift. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm curious how, well, there you go. When the book came out, but how popular was it of like, it was a common culture? Like nowadays, everybody's like, yeah, science fiction. You right. Know? But I'm curious how much then, like, how much your average person was aware. But mm. I certainly think like the written word certainly had a lot of power, yeah. certainly for some of those authors. I think, you know, I mean, I guess that's why we still read them today. Right. Yeah. They, were, they were good, but I think they really did have that sort of kind of mass appeal that kept yeah. them in the public light. Mm. Well, it makes me think of like uh, Doctor Who with the, when they talk to Dickens and he's not popular in his time period, but it's like after mm. he dies. So that's right. what I mean of like, yeah. I wonder how much, even though the books are out, how much they're read but sure. uh, yeah, I think it'll be a fun one and it'll probably, of course, there we go. We know the formula. It's going to be something crazy, little bit that won't be explained. Right. Newspaper headline. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting excited. The more I'm watching the show, I'm like, I really like this show. It's sure. So it's fun. fun. It's super so fun. fun. Mm. Um, any other predictions? Yeah. I guess we'll of? find out that there's probably some hint that there maybe is alien life. There could uh, be. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the official stance yeah, is yes. probably not. 
But maybe. <laughs> I predict the last shot of the, the episode will have a, like a tilt up fr- into the stars <laughs> in the sky, just as like I maybe a shooting God, star. If that's really yes. what it is, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> Oh, me too. I'm totally going to be like... Does that sound... <laughs> <laughs> but that would totally be a thing, though, that they're like, last shot, pan, no, pan or a tilt. It's going to yep. be like, yep, up right. or the... I can see, yes. I can yes. see it being a tilt, for sure. With a cool little music cue. Like, you know, if it like, does, after, we're going to give you a good, like... Yes. Like, Houdini is going to prove something definitively and then walk away <laughs> and then tilt up and then shoot yeah. or something. <laughs> Ooh, or they're on a cliff and um, he, like, walks out of frame and it just shows and then tilt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. I can't wait. We're oh. all like, oh my gosh. All right. Okay. Uh, well, we hope you all enjoyed this episode and listening to our discussion of it as much as we did because clearly we had a good time. Yeah. Uh, let our lovely viewers know where to find your lovely selves. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Various other after shows, uh, Monday Night Raw, American Ninja Warrior starting this Wednesday, Lucha Underground, and American Grid. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie, and you can check me out. Well, the night manager's done with I Carrie and myself. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, Master Chef on Thursday nights there, General Hospital, The Preacher on Sunday nights. So many more other things coming down the pike. Oh, my goodness. So busy. Yes. And uh, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I'm on Hunters on Mondays, which today they changed when it aired. So we're going to be catching that episode up later. And uh, Vikings on Wednesday. And, yeah, that kind of covers it. Thank you so much for watching. Um, make sure to give us thumbs up. Comment on YouTube. We do, do love reading your comments. Twitter and all that. Uh, five stars on iTunes. And... Check out AfterBuzz on all the social media platforms because we have all kinds of shows clearly based on all the shows that we cover. So, you know, got to be up to date on all your pop culture news. We'll see you next week. And, yeah, have a good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.